in a general sense, when you say I'm leaving at nine and I'm coming back at five, and when I come back from work, all my work is left at work and I'm here as a parent and I'm contributing in this way and everybody has kind of clear duties and things to do, it's very easy to create a support for that person or the family or the community. But then when your lifestyle is like you are touring for three weeks and you come back, you need another week to recoup and you are doing a session that demands so much of this and that and you're working on a political content that takes you on a different journey of anger and frustration and all that stuff and then still have to come back with that to family, the support system is different. Welcome to Shotgun Story, the podcast that has conversations with indie creators about music, meaning, and the point of it all, so that you may be inspired by the journeys of other artists who are doing it for themselves, and maybe gain a little more understanding as to why it matters quite so much that you keep creating. There is so much to understand about what it means to have a career as an independent artist. And when you add children to the mix, it can become a little more complex. To help keep you creating, we're excited to bring you this 10-part series, focusing particularly on being a parent in the music industry. This project is made possible with support from the Music in Africa Foundation, the German Federal Foreign Office, Siemens Stiftung and Goethe Institute. As a musician and a parent, I know firsthand some of the challenges faced, and so these conversations have been really eye-opening. And remember to go to shotguntory.com for bonus behind-the-scenes content from today's episode, as well as to explore the other conversations in this series. Mapumba is a singer-songwriter and a guitarist who's into music, sound and life. He's based in Cape Town, and so I'm talking to him remotely on the podcast today. He's also a dad. Hi, Mapumba. Hey, Tori. Thanks for having me. Oh, thank you for joining us. I'm going to start right from the start. Why music? What drew you here? I've always been drawn by it since I was young. My mother was a type of mom who used to love singing and telling stories. And so I was uh, hooked. Uh, when I got a chance at the age of 20 that I could do my own thing after school that's the first thing I ran I ran to so I found myself in Cape Town and that's what I've been doing for the last couple of years <laughs> amazing and for anyone who needs a bit of context of your career timeline what are some highlights of your career so far you know that's always a hard question to answer because for me it's always been about the journey yeah. but having had a chance to perform for some you know, notable people in the world, like the dignitaries when uh, were resident band in Joburg at Moyo. That was really one of the best times we had because myself and the band, we really enjoyed playing with each other and at the same time having such a consistent running of about four years or so, just doing what we love doing, for me were the best highlights. But since I also really enjoy producing as well, my 10 albums are my highlights. I've had the chance and opportunity to create since the year 2000. And I've had a chance to, to explore many aspects of producing and genres and techniques of working as a musician and being able to do it independently. So I've had a lot of freedom doing it, even though <laughs> the bank account won't share as much joy, but the life of having been able to do it, I'm really grateful for that. So those are definitely my personal highlights. Oh, that's wonderful. Ten albums that you've produced of your own. 
Yes. Actually, 10 of my artist album, there's more that are library and production content. Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> I get stuck in the studio. I'm, I'm that guy who goes in now and then comes out three days later with big <laughs> eyes and red eyes and <laughs> dissolutions for a couple of hours. <laughs> Somewhere amongst this musical journey, you decided to have a child. Was it a decision or did it just happen? Uh, my boy just happened. Me and his mom dated for a while. And after three years, we decided to call it quits. But in between the period of quitting, my boy decided to say, hey, I'm going to make my appearance. So because he was conceived and his mom was moving to Cape Town, I moved from Johannesburg and came and lived in Cape Town since. And this has been 14 years now. He just turned 14. And how often do you see him? Oh, at least three times a week. Once a day Amazing. on video. <laughs> we're close. We, we really we are. It's the part of life in my three things that I have to do. I can't imagine how hard it is to not live with your child. And I think so many people do that. What kind of impact has having a child had on your career? Tori, it's been the most enriching experience, but at the same time, the most challenging. My personal circumstances around that is, I am originally from the Congo, DRC. Mm -hmm. At the age of 13, there was a tribal war in the town that I was born in, Kolwezi, south of Congo. And I come from the tribe that was being evicted from the area. So me and my parents had to leave the town. So at that age, because of education, they sent me to Zambia to go finish my secondary school. So at, since at the age of 13, mm. I was disconnected from my parents. And just the 13 years that I had with them was the most founding, it's the most secure I felt when it comes to, yeah. you know, parental guidance and, and the sense of security. And even though my brother was a very loving brother and uh, he helped me through education and grow, he was also a young man just trying to make his living in Zambia. So I never really felt the motherly or fatherly experience that I yearned for almost seven years that I never got to see them again since I left Congo. And I'm telling that story because when I, my son came in my life, having cherished time that I had with my parents, mm. I could not see myself not giving him that. So, But at the same time, my career was just beginning to kind of catch on. I had just done a U.S. tour. I was on the Putumayo compilations and there was a lot of live gigs and wow. Afrocentric music, meaning like Congolese uh, fusion style of music that I was making was really becoming like a thing. Yeah. So I was almost ready to actually kind of establish my work. But then I had to make the decision to not be in Joburg and come to Cape Town and be close to him. Yeah. So it was really challenging in that way. But at the same time, my heart... I know I would not be a whole man if I didn't participate in his life the way I have so far. I've got goosebumps. Yeah, that's very beautiful. Do you think that having a child has changed your fans' perception of you? Do you think it's had any impact on your brand? Oh, big time. <laughs> <laughs> big time. Can't even explain it. But since he was in my life, first of all, I very quickly understood why I didn't really appreciate having to put like your child in the limelight when they don't have a choice. Yeah. I chose not to do that. And I'm glad that his mom was agreeing with me that we didn't have to do that. But of course, he would come in studio, he would sing on my song and, you know, he was, you know, he would come to my shows and he's a very loving child. So when we go to performances, he would carry CDs and try to sell them, you know, because he would get involved, you know. <laughs> yes. But the way I perceived fans was 
Yeah, I became very protective, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, before that, it was a bit more like, you know, for the marketing, for the vibe to just go, you know, there was a little bit less guarding. But then when it came in my life, I became more protective. So now we're in an industry where sex sells. Do you feel that the attention from women has changed since you've had a child? Yeah. <laughs> Dangerously, yeah. though. <laughs> oh, it's more intriguing. Yeah, because then you're more intriguing and more like, oh, then like, no. <laughs> Gosh, I didn't even think of that. Mm. Yeah. What are some of the challenges that you face on a day-to-day basis, balancing your parenting and your music? Time, mostly time, mm-hmm. making sure you're present with your child when you need to be present things like homework playtime or at least just you know whenever they get inspired for example like when my son get inspired with something and he wants to share a joke or something like that and i've had i've been working in the studio all night it's not a great feeling to be the grumpy one you know and almost like they start to watch themselves around you because they don't know how you're gonna be when you come out the next day because of what you've been working on or things like that so that for me has been challenging and I've really had to meditate on it a lot and try to work within myself and also just understand how the impact of the emotional work that you do with the line of work we've taken on and how to leave that in the studio or on stage and then when you're home you'll be you hope to hold my son as a dad not as a performer or does that make sense yeah it makes a lot of sense mm. So for me, that's been the the work, really, for a long time. I really feel you. I have a similar challenge. Mm. For example, like you you just worked on a very, like, demanding, sad song. Yeah. And then he wants to go play soccer. (laughs) And you're in a totally different headspace. headspace, Yeah. Or you're, like, talking something that's very, like, political or something, but then he comes with homework that is opposing to what he's been studying on and you don't want to push your opinions on things that he's supposed to be learning you know all that kind of stuff sometimes just becomes a place for you to work within yourself and go hey you know give him a chance to also learn or give him a chance to also experience the positive side of the things you might not be experiencing so positively he's older now he's 14 which is a a different uh, kettle of fish to when he was three or four Hmm. for instance yeah Um, big difference (laughs) (laughs) talk a little bit about those differences my children are young mine are three and five so i'm not there yet Mm. so i'm keen to know what are those differences what is harder i shouldn't comment what is harder i'm gonna comment what's the difference can i do that okay yeah yes please so when he was small till about eight i just have to just open my emotions and that's all good you know, yeah. you're just looking at your face and go, what are you today? Are we happy? Are we <laughs> sad? What are we working with? When you open to him, you're like, okay, cool. We're working with this. Let's go. But then when now that is in sort of like preteen and going to teen, it's now more intellectual now. So conversations have to be had and his situational lives aren't about you anymore. It's about what else is happening outside around with his friends and his world, what he's studying, what he's learning, what he's seen on the news. Yeah. And all of that is now kind of you becoming part of his filtering and you're trying to do your best to make sure you give him your authentic understanding, but you also help him process with you. So that's just what's different there. 
and so like the talking is different the approach of it is different and also of course as a parent since also is an only child you have to remind yourself he's not the cuddly you don't have to cuddle him anymore or he might not want to be cuddled anymore <laughs> just just you looking at him straight and talking to him straight with truth is enough loving for him versus come here boy nya, 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 nya. you know then it's like ah you know forget the conversation <laughs> that doesn't yeah. work anymore <laughs> so that's very different <laughs> yeah yeah and what is your support system like uh for me it's been uh, not very clear and strong to be honest with you so i'll talk to you about his perspective his main grounding is with his mom he lives with his mom primarily yeah. and school and everything so i basically am there to support him and his mom to carry on his day to day my personal support system is a bit not so clear to be honest like for example right now i'm in between worlds now I'm between trying to stay in cape town or be often coming to joburg because of uh, the way work is working so at the moment it's pretty much solo and independent in a way but i have friends that come in and go in here and there but most of my friends don't necessarily have kids as well or at yeah. least don't have the same situation as me so we don't really know how to come and help i'm also not a very good asker for help unfortunately <laughs> i'm trying to learn so uh, i don't know if i have a very clear support system but somehow life has been managing to bless the situations as they come so far so i'm thankful for that so do you have a regular night or three nights that your son comes to stay with you. Oh, uh, we've tried that. It didn't really work out too well. <laughs> we make sure every weekend, at least most weekends when there's no school, when there's school at least every second weekend he comes to me, but I often visit him at his mom's. Yeah. Uh, and I pick him up from school and I pick him up from soccer at least twice a week. But what has worked so far is just being available. Yeah. And even though it happens randomly, just being available has been the best way that it's worked. Because of my life, my lifestyle and my cycles are often changing, of course. So we can say we're going to meet this weekend, but a gig comes and that's my income, so I better go get it and he understands it. Yeah. But then he misses me, so when the weekend is free, even though we didn't plan to connect, we still connect. That was my next question about how does he feel about the the changes? Earlier on it was a big challenge, you know. It was even more harder when I went into a relationship besides his mom because then I had to sort of manage two homes in a way, mm-hmm. meaning being respectful to his mom and and her home but then be able to still manage my relationship. That one was hard for him. Yes. Because he kind of felt like he had to divide his time with me. I have since not uh, that relationship unfortunately ended, but that kind of gave him more time. So how it's been for him and for me it's just more communication and talking about it has really helped for him to really see like okay this is your lifestyle and this is what you need and now that is a teenager is understanding the value of money and and earning and income so all of that is begin to make sense now earlier mm-hmm. on wasn't as as easy for him because he would always ask like why didn't you come and why didn't you do that and <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah and and i suppose as you say now that he understands the value of making money he understands it's better mm he does yeah uh, i would say i mean i guess you have to see what child you have you know and children come in different ways for my son it was he is a kind of person who could only do this now mm. because he's a child who's uh, you know he feels a lot so we had to work with a lot of feelings earlier on 
Yeah. But now all of that is beginning to make sense for him. So he's very supportive actually and he's very present with with my my work and even some like now I'm gonna be in Joburg for about two months. Yeah. I won't be seeing him physically, but even though we're gonna be communicating on video a lot, but I'll be away for a long time. He gets it. And he's very supportive. Amazing. Which which makes me at peace, you know, which is the biggest gift because that's exactly what I've I was hoping to to have as a type of relationship, especially with him. How does he feel about the music that you make? You know, they say you're not a prophet at home, right? <laughs> you're never a prophet at home. So he likes it, but he often likes it when he sees other people like it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. So he kind of goes in and out as a fan, but he does enjoy it though. And uh, because he's, he was always there, when he was small, I'd go to the studio and we'll hang out there and play. But then sometimes he would just be doing his own thing while I'm while I'm producing or recording. So. He's very in, he's very present with the stuff that I'm making, especially when the yeah. stuff that I was making when he was younger. For the latest material, not as much, but it is is there, is there. But I don't feel like it's no, it's not like that. You know what I mean? He just a champion of your music. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Does he make music himself? He has a talent for piano, yeah. and he goes in and out because he's around his life a lot. He's a good dancer. His mom took him for dancing, so he loves the, he loves to move. I think the one thing that he struggles with because of just the lifestyle that the music industry brings, he's not too inspired with that. So that makes him stay away from making music. But I think if he actually committed himself to it, he would be a good musician, yeah. I feel like later in his life, maybe after he's sorted it out, uh, his understanding of the world, he's going to pick it up. Wonderful. <laughs> and do you think that becoming a parent influenced your creative process oh yeah oh yeah so much like it used to be easy to just make a song about stuff because you can make it you can write the song you know yeah put some words together and say it in a cool way and and let it float when he came in my life it, there was a, there needed to be a meaning to it there needed to be a, a responsibility to you to my words there needed to be a responsibility to the choices of context so he has definitely influenced that in a major way. And I feel like contributing to the world that he's going to grow up into with my work became even more yeah. important. What a gift. Do you know of any support for parents in the industry? No. <laughs> Here's my background. I don't know. I've always felt very on the fringe with any system, to be honest. Yeah. But maybe it's my refugee background, growing up in Congo, all of that. So... I kind of don't have enough information to say there's none or any support. Systems, I just struggle to get into systems. Mm. So I was by default having to self-teach, self-fund, self-create, whatever. So I don't know enough to know where to even look for support for parenting or even music. I mean, labels, I had one label signing. It's still burning now. Like I've, I haven't been able to, <laughs> to even like trust the record label ever since. So it's just maybe the trajectory of my life. But uh, I, maybe I should, I should learn now because things are changing and we are all becoming more conscious of how we're operating in the world. So maybe it's a good time to now understand and learn where these support systems are and how to be part of them. I mean, it's interesting. Everyone I've spoken to, that has been the same answer. No, there's been a resounding no. Nobody knows of any support uh, systems for parents in the industry. But I suppose part of my question is how perhaps 
could the industry better support parents? I'll answer that for my thing. Over the years, 21 years of this, and I thought, okay, so each industry operates with different tools. And one of, our, one of the, our hardest tools for artists, but I guess musicians, because we use our voices and, you know, we, it's a kind of the same thing really, but there's a bit of a specification to musicians. It's a place of heart. It's a place of emotion. So managing that is actually what is needed. If you take managing the artist's emotions and time is what is needed. So what that, which means a sense of community is not just like having somebody go take care of your kid. Mm. You still won't be fine in that studio. You still won't deliver mm. in your sessions and things. So places and people. Okay, so I'll give you an example. I had a chance to be in Mali 12 years ago. And one of the villages there was a griot village and they had like communities that lived there around the griot lifestyle you know mm. just it was all music and storytelling somehow i don't know how the autos funded or how the people actually like, like lived through the other things but what was very clear is how the kids were being raised by a village yeah but not in a typical normal sense where like where other people have other jobs there was a different kind of caretaking that happens when when it comes to musicians so that support system is different it's not the same as like a nine to five support system yeah yeah uh, maybe i sound a bit too philosophical but uh, i just wanted to mention that it it's it's just harder to support an artist because in a general sense when you say i'm leaving at nine and i'm coming back at five and when i come back from work all my work is left at work and i'm here as a parent and i'm contributing in this way and everybody has kind of clear duties and things to do it's very easy to create a support for that person or the family or the community yeah but then when your lifestyle is like you are touring for three weeks and you come back you need another week to recoup and you are doing a session that demands so much of this and that and you're working on a political content that takes you on a different journey of anger and frustration and all that stuff and then still have to come back with that to family the support system is different and families, our families struggle with that. Our people close to us struggle with that. And how it's supposed to be done, I don't know. Maybe somebody who's a bit more educated in it will be able to explain. But I just feel like maybe that's why I haven't even gone out to look for it. Because I feel like even just with close friends that do not are not in the in the music industry, or even my biological family, my brothers and sisters, I, yeah, it's it's been hard to explain. And just like say, this is what I need. Yeah. And when you ask what you need, it often is outside of their reach of being able to really hold you with it consistently. A hundred percent. That emotional support is such a big deal. So now... <laughs> Philosophical, <laughs> hey. No, I love it. I love it because it's so real. Do you have a local artist recommendation that you would say to my listeners, go and check this person out. It doesn't have to be South African. It can be local Congolese as well. I recommend a local South African. I'll be, I'll be biased. <laughs> I've got a good friend who we made an album together. Her name is Zanele Mbizo, but we call her Zen Bizo. Please look her up. She's on iTunes and Spotify. Look her up. Zen Bizo, beautiful singer. She's a friend. That's why I was saying I'll be biased. <laughs> 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 I think that's what we all do at the end of the day is we build these relationships with people that we um, we admire and we respect. And um, and I think that's what, what happens is we 
we most of us recommend our friends. <laughs> <laughs> because we, we know I, that's how this industry we works. We know where their, their work comes from. We know what they mean when they sing and what they do and how they've done it and the struggles and the triumphs they've gone through. So it's easier to re- recommend them, you know? Yeah. Especially that also in our line of work, we all have our, we all, we all have our two faces, right? Yeah. We've got the artist face and then we've got the real life face. Yeah. So when you meet people that have done the work and you've seen their real life face and you still continue to, to respect and appreciate them, we want to see them thrive. <laughs> 100%. We want to celebrate Celebrate them. them. That's right. Advice. Yo. For indie artists. This is a two-part question. Advice for indie artists who are just trying to make it work. That's the first part. And the second part is advice for indie artists who also want to become parents. Terrible with advice. Because <laughs> everybody just has, has that trip, man. Everybody has their song. But put love in it always. That's your wealth. Everything else, it's not up to you. But you can create the love. The love is up to you. And completely up to you. I don't know. For me, one thing when I realized that saying that I'm independent means I'm taking charge of my work. It was also very important for me to realize that taking charge means taking control of all of the aspects of what it means to be an independent artist. Hmm. And the pains as well are part of that whole picture. And a lot of the times when we're starting out, motivate ourselves and be inspired, we always think about the happy stuff, you know, standing up to the big label or seeing all of your <laughs> CDs revenues to go to your pocket and all of that stuff, you know. <laughs> but then we forget that it also means you're not going to get the big funding. It also means you are going to fight harder to for that tour. It also means you're going to take much longer than a person who's on a major label yeah. to even see 0.1% of the success, the material and physical success that they get to see every year, you know, yeah. for you're going to see it in 10 years, whatever, if ever. So well, that has to be real. That has to be real in, in your plan. That has to be something that you take on so that you don't be bitter and resentful to the world for not having given you the things that you want because nobody owes us anything. But when there are systems, some of them don't necessarily take care of everybody. Most of them don't necessarily take care of everybody. So if you're going to be that guy who says, I'm not going to go through the system, you better be ready for whatever comes and let love guide you through all of it. That's just my, what I, what I've done so far. And I'm still hustling and huffing and puffing, but hey, I've had an opportunity to make music, man. And I'll go to my, to my grave forever thankful so yeah put love in it i love that absolutely love that and advice for musicians wanting to become parents (laughs) brace yourself (laughs) 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 yeah so being independent means I'm doing my own thing and I'm I'm doing my I do it in my time if I don't feel like Doing that, uh, that line on the song today, I'll just wait. I don't have anybody like breathing on my neck to finish an album. That's fantastic. Until a child comes in the world and go, I need to be fed right now. I need a hug right now. Mm-hmm. I need that love right now. <laughs> Come pick me up right now. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, 
that's a big shift and you better be prepared and i don't think it's fair for you to bring anybody in this world and not uh, give them a chance to to become complete and and whole for themselves you know if you're a grown person you've yeah. had a chance to be raised so raise somebody well so prepare for that if you can't prepare for it at least be prepared within yourself to hunt you know to take whatever that comes with being a parent so i think yeah just brace yourself <laughs> <laughs> It's hard, but it's also beautiful. And now, Mapumba, how can people get hold of you or go and follow you and listen to some of your music? Social media links. Social media links. I've made it very simple in the last two years, just kind of like updating my content. I was also one of those guys who just made music, didn't really do much in marketing it or putting it in the public eye. So I have a lot of content, which is also unheard. So which means you have a lot of amazing stuff you can hear that you can backdate over the last 15 years so please go ahead and check it out on mapumba.music facebook instagram you know i'm on spotify please look me up it's a slow rising thing i have faith that by the time i'm a very very old man i would have caught up on the numbers but right now i'm still very low <laughs> so check it out please uh, there's a couple of albums there that you'll enjoy and if you want to support directly there is the Bandcamp page is paconamusic.bandcamp uh, or just simply type my name Mapumba M-A-P-U-M-B-A in the Bandcamp uh, search engine and you'll find my name there and all my albums and albums that I've worked with other artists will show up. Thank you so much for doing this Mapumba. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Have a wonderful day and a safe move to Joburg. Thank you. Uh, it's a temporary checkout. So for the two months I'll be there, it will be the final decider if Joburg will be a new home or I'll just have to come often. I'm still okay. in between the two. But thank you for doing this. I really appreciate the work you're doing and I'm hoping that this will inform more people about what artists are trying to do. This episode was made possible by the Music in Africa Foundation, the German Federal Foreign Office, Siemens Stiftung and Goethe Institute. The Music in Africa Foundation is a pan-African non-profit organization based in Johannesburg, South Africa, with satellite offices in East, West and Central Africa. Their mission is to support the African music sector through promoting knowledge exchange and creating opportunities and capacity for music professionals. I'm Shotgun Tori, and if you're an indie artist whose passion for what you do can inspire or fuel others, get in touch. I'd love to chat. You can find me on my website at shotguntori.com. You've been listening to another production from Solid Gold Podcasts. Come climb and see the highest, highest view. Activate, elevate, emancipate, and then participate. Cause everybody needs a mountain, mountain view. Take you there, mother, I can take you there, Pandapa, all the way. Let me be your mountain, mountain The valleys are flooded, are flooded The valleys, the valleys have lost the way The valleys are flooded, are flooded The valleys, the valleys have lost the way Oh, you don't need to stay Oh, you can find your way Oh, climb 
on your experience over me and define your way. Ah, cause there is too much, too much potential in you, mana. There is too much, too much potential in you. There is too much, too much potential in you. There is too much, too much potential in you. Take me there. Mana, will you take me there? Pantapa, all the way. The deepest, deepest joy that you are Let me be your mountain, mountain Take me there Mana, will you take me there? Pandapa, all the way To the deepest, deepest joy that you are Let me be your mountain, mountain Listen the valleys are flooded, are flooded. The valleys, the valleys are passed away. The valleys are flooded, are flooded. The valleys, the valleys are passed away. You got to activate, elevate, emancipate, and then participate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause everybody needs a mountain, a mountain. Everybody needs a mountain, a mountain. Ah, ah, ah. Take you there. Wanna let me take you there, Pandapa, all the way to the top of everything that you are. Let me be your mountain, mountain. Everybody needs a 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 mountain.